Section 23 of Birds and Nature, Volume 12, Number 5, December 192. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson. Dandelion. Taraxicum taraxicum karst. You are bilious, my good man. Go and pay a guinea to one of the doctors in those houses. He will prescribe taraxicum for you, or pill hydrag. Thackeray, Philip II. Dandelion is a perennial herb thoroughly familiar to everyone, as it is found almost everywhere throughout all temperate and north temperate countries. It has a basal tuft of rather large spatulate to lanceolate, deeply incised leaves. There are several slender cylindrical hollow stalks, six to twelve inches long, each one ending in a bright yellow flower head with numerous small flowers. The fully matured fruits form a white fluffy head and are easily removed and scattered by air currents. Each fruit is a miniature parachute, and every child has blown upon the fruit head and watched the individual fruits sail for great distances, suspended in air by the parachute-like expansion of the papus. Roots are quite large, branching rather fleshly. The plant contains a milky juice having a bitter taste. The dandelion is said to be a native of Greece, southern Europe, and Asia Minor. It has spread very rapidly and widely by the commercial routes. It has become thoroughly naturalized in the United States and Canada, forming the most conspicuous plant in farmyards, along roadsides, meadows, pastures, and in orchards. Flowers are matured throughout the entire season, but chiefly in the spring and again in the late summer or early autumn. The plant belongs to the same family as the sunflower, daisy, goldenrod, and ironweed. Dandelion has been used medicinally for many centuries, and the name is derived from the Latin dens leonis, meaning lion's tooth, referring to the incised leaves. Theophrastus described the plant and lauded it very highly in the treatment of liver complaints and for freckles. Later, 1980 to 1037 A.D., Arabian physicians employed it very extensively, principally in jaundice and other liver complaints. During the Middle Ages, the milky juice of this plant was highly recommended in the treatment of diseases of the eye. During the 16th century, European physicians found it useful as a quieting and sleep-producing remedy. The poor of nearly all countries collect the young crisp leaves in the early spring and prepare therefrom a salad resembling lettuce salad. The poor in large cities visit vacant lots in which the plants usually grow abundantly and collect the leaves for home consumption or fill large, often dirty sacks, and vend it among the poor tenement dwellers. This is certainly a dangerous procedure, as all manner of dirt and diseased germs are found on the leaves, to say nothing of dirty hands, utensils, and containers of the collectors. No doubt many a case of typhoid fever and other germ disease among the poor could be traced to this source. In country districts there is little danger connected with eating dandelion leaves, and they really form a good palatable salad when properly prepared. The leaves are also cooked, usually with leaves of other plants, species of chenopodium, forming greens highly relished by the poor. The American Indians, as well as savages of other countries, eat large quantities of the leaves raw, more rarely cooked. In Germany and other European countries, the roots are collected, dried, roasted, and used as a substitute for coffee. The principal use of the plant has thus far been medicinal, but its value as a curative agent has certainly been overrated. It has been used in dropsy, pulmonary diseases, in stomach derangements, in hepatic or liver disorders, 
in icterus blotchy skin and other skin diseases or biliary calculi in hypochondriasis etc it has no marked curative properties in any disorder beyond mildly laxative and tonic properties it has no effect whatever using taraxacum preparations for a considerable length of time causes digestive disorders mental excitement vertigo coated tongue and nausea in lawns the plant proves a great nuisance as it displaces the grass and it is difficult to exterminate the plants must be dug up roots and all carted away and burned this should be done early before the seeds are sufficiently mature to germinate for medicinal use the roots are gathered in march july and november cleaned the larger roots cut longitudinally dried and packed to be shipped to points of consumption the juice expressed from the fresh roots is also used albert schneider in the section twenty three